I get out of bed and already I come out to a living room where the, one of the cats had knocked over a paper towel and, and shredded it all over the place. <laughs> so I deal with that. And then I decide uh, I'm going to go get some food. And the one thing that I did have planned that I was hoping would go what right did go right. Mm-hmm. And I found it. What is that? Oh, <laughs> Uh, Mother yeah. Earth Brewing Cali uh, Creamsicle. Creamsicle. Wait, is that? I keep forgetting which one. There were two very similar names. There was the Creamsicle and one that was just like. It was like a vanilla milk cream or a vanilla cream or something like that. Yeah. So which yeah, one did cream we and, have? We had the, the orange Creamsicle. Okay. Yeah. yeah that was delicious. Where did you find it? Some random liquor store up the street from me. Yeah. I went to the the website of the uh, of the brewery, and they said uh, the random liquor store up the street from me had it. And like, I looked at all the grocery stores around here. I looked at, I mean, through the app, through the like Instacart and DoorDash. Uh, none of the, the 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 grocery stores, none of the the Bevmos or like. <clears throat> Big giant big box uh, alcohol stores had it, but this one random liquor store down the street that's got like three cases of of whatever had it. So I went over there and picked it up. So that's the one good thing that's happened so far in my two hours this night. <laughs> and I, it's two hours into my night, and I'm already starting with a fucking beer because I need it. So that's that's the start of the night and then i go get some food i go to in and out and uh, i was gonna go to uh raising canes but the canes drive through was like around the fucking block so i audibled and i went over to to uh to um popeyes and popeyes is around the fucking block so next door over is an in and out and for some reason their drive through was real short so I got some in and out, headed home, and I go to put my uh, stuff away, and I realize can't find my fucking phone. Where's my phone? Oh god! So I have to go back to the car, and then I have to do the two finger like pinch to to get the phone out from underneath the fucking seat because somehow it had slid out of my pocket into this uh, underneath the seat. Well, at least better than you leaving it somewhere. You didn't go out of the yeah. car; you just went to yeah. drive through, right? Yeah, I mean, it could have been at the liquor store. I, I actually walked my path because I took some trash out, too. I made sure it wasn't at the trash. Uh, but luckily, it was under the seat, so I had to walk there and then walk back. And then I get in, and I go to put my beer away. And as I'm putting the beer away, I knock down one of my other beers. It's a glass bottle. And, of course, the lid pops, and fucking beer goes everywhere. <laughs> <sighs> So I clean that up. I close the door, clean that up. And I, I still hadn't put the beer away, by, by the way, yet. So I open the door back up to put it away. And as I'm putting it away, I drop one of the fucking beers. It knocks the shelf, the little lever that holds the shelf, because it's the little mini fridge, not the regular fridge. Uh, and, and that knocks over a glass bottle of fucking ranch dressing. <laughs> and there's ranch all over my fucking floor, right underneath my 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 computer desk. This so like, now my apartment is going to smell like fucking ranch for weeks. Ranch and beer. Ranch and beer, yeah. This is like the cold open of a sitcom where just like somebody's running back and forth in their apartment. Everything that can go wrong does go wrong. Yeah. 
and yeah, like pretty the place much. is on fire by the end of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't text me back like, nope, going back to bed. Fuck this. <laughs> I, I thought about it. I thought about it. Honestly. Uh, well, I, I it's funny. I didn't think uh, I would have anything to talk about because I, I told you like a day ago, I didn't really pay attention to any news or anything. But when I looked at my phone today, just sorting through the the all the browser tabs that I had opened, I found a surprising amount actually. But um, but uh, yeah, we we can uh, can breeze on through it. But anyway, it's Sunday night, and uh, everybody, welcome to the Getting Off Topic podcast. <laughs> this is Tony. This is Todd in my misery. <laughs> uh, hopefully, Meg is available to join us in a little bit. She can uh, tell you all about. Um, her uh, her deep dive into Animal Crossing. Now that we <laughs> have our switch with uh, in perfect timing because they just dropped that big 2.0 update with um, I think it's just like tons of new resources and characters and all sorts of shit. Um, but yeah, she's been enjoying the hell out of that and picking up uh, picking up uh, tips on Reddit and whatnot. Actually, she told me the other day. Uh, apparently, she found a, an animal crossing subreddit and just kind of popped in and said, Hey everyone, like I'm brand new. I just got a switch finally. And I'm finally into animal crossing any tips. And she got pummeled with a bunch of people, I guess, giving her free shit. Um, so nice. she ended up with a bunch of free gifts to, to get her kick started. Um, yeah, it's been cool. Uh, other than that, we've, um, just been, I, well, I'm finishing up uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I'm like a hair away from 100%, uh, like all the collection collectibles and side missions and stuff. And I, I'm at the, like, I've already hit the, like, point of no return where the game tells you, like, this is your last chance to do whatever you need to do because now we enter, like, the end game of the story. Yeah, the hour-long story where you finish the story, but you only play, like, five minutes of gameplay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I'm it's, not making that as a, as a as a cut, but it's just those type of games. That's how it is. It's, yes, for sure. Yeah. Not quite not not an hour. Uh not not Metal Gear bad. <laughs> but um I was uh, telling you, uh once you finish this, I think you should pick up Guardians. Like yeah. uh I know you've probably got a pile of games you want to play first, but mm. that I've I've been playing that uh on the PS3 when I get a chance uh, during times where we should be doing other things, hint, hint, work, work. Uh, PS4? Yeah, PS3. <laughs> PS3, same thing. No, they went with the uh, retro theme. It's a PS3. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 got PS2 graphics on the PS3 and I'm playing it with a PS4 controller. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the, the story is really, really good. The gameplay is fun. Uh, the writing is really outstanding. The The voice acting is okay. Um, it's not the worst voice acting. Um, but the story is really fucking good. And, and yeah. it's got enough of a pace that uh, I think you would enjoy it. It's it's definitely this, the, the game on rails. Like there's collectibles to find just like Tomb Raider or, or Uncharted or any, any of those type of games. Uh, collectibles, costumes, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's it's definitely a straightforward story it's not an open world it's not anything like that so i think you i think you'd really enjoy it cool yeah oh i will for sure grab it eventually i just i i can't i should absolutely not purchase anything else because the stack just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing um i at least uh wanted to probably the next one is going to be metroid dread because i've been obsessed with starting that but i wanted to finish since i was so deep in tomb raider already i wanted to finish that off before i, I picked up metroid dread uh if i can pry the switch away from meg at some point <laughs> i'll be able to play that <laughs> um but uh oh that was the thing we <laughs> So for a hot second, I was almost like, fuck, should I get a, a second one, a Switch Lite? Because we didn't find out until after the fact, Animal Crossing, um, where normally if, you know, we're both playing the same game on the Switch, you know, you just create a new, you have your individual user profiles on the Switch. And so, you know, your saved games go under your profile, her saved data goes under hers. But with Animal Crossing specifically, for whatever fucking reason, I guess because Nintendo wants you to buy another entire unit, you can only have one island. Um, like I can create my own character for Animal Crossing, but it's already Meg's world, and that's saved to like the the internal Switch data, and you can't change it at all. You can't start a second. The only way would be to delete all of her shit and create my own. So the Nintendo it's, wants you it's to all buy Meg's a- world. Yeah, just living in it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we found out this after the fact, after I told my friends, like, hey, yeah, I'm finally uh, going to play Animal Crossing. Send me your friend codes or whatever. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but, I mean, which is fine. I mean, she has more time to dedicate to building her whole like kingdom or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's annoying as hell. So, so like basically the only way I if I really was that desperate to build my own thing from scratch, we would literally have to buy a second switch, which is horseshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is garbage. And a second copy of Animal Crossing. I don't think you need a second copy. Well, oh, yeah, unless we literally wanted to play at the exact same time. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. The switch doesn't have uh Kikos or anything like that. I don't know. Uh, well, <clears throat> not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't think I don't think Animal Crossing is really up your alley to play anyway. Where you really jonesing to play Animal Crossing? I find just because everybody was in on it, like everybody's so obsessed with it. And I'm like, I, I, we've had this conversation multiple times. I'm not the kind of guy that does like the Sims or shit like that. Like I, I like the beginning, middle end, you know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, what, what the hell else? What have we been doing the last uh, two weeks? We, I was laughing. <laughs> I told Meg earlier, uh, did, have you, have you caught up on fear of the walking dead? Did you watch the latest? No, I have not. Okay. Um, I mean, so the basic premise, you know, what's happening is everybody, yeah. all the, the, at the end of the last season, the bombs dropped. So everybody's all scattered and in their hidey holes, like trying to figure shit out. So in last week's uh, episode, which I caught up with today, um, no spoilers or anything, but it focuses on two of the main characters that are stuck in this little bunker together. And it's that, that it's that sort of, uh, movie montage where you just see them going through the days like the monotony of like checking off one more day off the board off the chalkboard 
and you know saying good morning and having their coffee they're like making the best out of it but it's just mm-hmm. like routine oh let's see let's play the same board game over and over let's do this let's do that oh lights out good night and then the next day and the next day and the next day and i was telling meg i was kind of cracking up about it because um we're getting close to the holidays now and we're trying to figure things out with family the family that small amount of family that we're actually going to go see um but just that little bit, just trying to figure out like, okay, when can I see my mom or go see my dad or whatever? And all these little things, it's already becoming like that little bit of a headache that we used to like from before the age of COVID <laughs> we're going back to that. Like, oh yeah, the holidays are always a bitch because we have to scramble and figure out, wait, I have this day off. I can do this and no, wait, we can't do this. And this person, whatever. Anyway. So I'm telling Meg about this episode that I'm watching and I'm like, you know, I was laughing as I'm watching this episode because it feels a lot like our lives have been since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. And especially since I'm still working from home. So we're still very much in a routine of doing our thing at home, but I kind of like being in the bunker. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love being in the bunker because you know, you don't have to deal with like making plans with multiple family units and all the trying to struggle with the all the scheduling of everything so been the happiest two years of my life mine too <laughs> in many <laughs> ways it has been <laughs> but yeah it's just so funny like that it's that that like perfect movie montage of like another day on the on the on the cave wall and it's supposed to be misery but i'm looking at it like man it's a really good time <laughs> just, man they got all those supplies and, and board games and stuff uh-huh. <laughs> oh geez i mean I, I as long as i could have my laptop there i'd be that'd be pretty good um uh halloween went by came and went it came and went yeah in the last two weeks since we last podcast um, i bought a giant box of candy and not a single fucking trick-or-treater <laughs> meg grabbed a uh a, at least one like big bag because we do get a small amount of you know just a small handful of trick-or-treaters here and especially we figured more because now we're surrounded by families with small yes. children around us here um I've- I figured I'd get people because I've I've noticed a lot more kids in this complex lately myself as well. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is the first I I realized that this is the first Halloween that a I've been off work. B I've been awake for during like the prime Halloweening time. Mm -hmm. So I figure, Oh, maybe I'll get some kids finally and I'll, I'll hand out some candy for the first time in my life. Nope. Not a single fucking trick or treater. I did honestly leading up to Halloween and seeing like old friends down in San Diego and other people just like having random plans, going to, you know, random events and stuff. I was like, man, I do miss like the big Halloween party, whether it's the, you know, us doing our thing at our place or going to some other random thing. I think the last thing we did was back when Meg was working at the art store, we went to a, uh, they had like an employee, um, the manager had like a Halloween bashes every year or something. And that was, that was a lot of fun. But uh, just as I finished bitching about like, Oh man, so many, like, I hate plans. Like uh, the Halloween party thing I, I have been missing because we have, it's been a few years since we've done that, but you no, know, but we did get a, a small uh, gathering, a gaggle of all the, uh, all the kids in the complex here. Like they all came at once, like super early, like at six 30 or something. And, Meg dumped some candy off with them. And then the rest of the night, like silence. 
Um, so once I got off work, we ended up, uh, we wanted to check out, there is a, uh, like a goth themed, like a gothic witchy sort of themed bar up in Buena Park, just right up the road from us called the cauldron. And we've seen it for years, ever since we moved here. And uh, as every time we pass by, oh yeah, we should check that out sometime. Eight fucking years later, we still haven't checked it out. <laughs> so finally I decided, okay, on Halloween, we're going to go. And I figured in the back of my mind, yeah, I'll probably be a little busy, but let's see. And they have like a Yelp uh, check-in or reserve, like waiting list sort of thing. And I looked at it and the live wait list thing said it was like two and a half hour wait. I was like, uh that sucks. And I called just to double check. And the girl said, yep, that's accurate. I was like, just to walk in the door. So I was like, yeah, fuck that. So we ended up going out to Fullerton, uh, downtown Fullerton and went to a hopscotch, which is Meg's, uh, favorite little like divey bar that she goes with, uh, her friend Miranda and they get, uh, they've got like taco Tuesdays and, uh, decent little margaritas and stuff. So went out there to to say we went out into the world like people mm. and uh yeah it was fun just had some quick little drinks and uh some appetizers um there was a there was a fun group that came in i guess for this one dude's birthday uh who walked in a little after us and he was all decked he looked like him he was perfect costume for him he looked and was decked out as guillermo from what we do in the shadows nice even had like a little wooden stake and everything with him and we we're just kind of laughing to ourselves like from the other side of the bar like oh shit i think he's guillermo and then we saw the steak we're like oh yeah it's totally guillermo uh and then we, as we left later I, I went over and like speaking like nandor like happy birthday guillermo he was like oh my god thank you <laughs> yeah. um did you see uh online apparently steve buscemi dressed up oh. As his own meme, yeah. As the uh, um, how do you do fellow kids. kids? Yeah, with a backwards cap, a shirt that says it's like Metallica print. No, it's ACDC print, but it just says music band mm-hmm. <laughs> and a skateboard. And he did that, I guess, handing out candy to kids. It was funny. Um, how about you, Todd? What do you uh? you playing what are you watching anything new anything exciting what's up nothing special oh i had a a good conversation with you and then another friend about probably the worst movie i have ever fucking watched in my life (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so i was randomly looking for something to keep my attention while working the other night and uh, I stumbled upon across a disaster movie I'd never seen. Mm-hmm. And Which I thought, oh, your bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, Oh, this is going to be great. It's an earthquake movie. Perfect. It's called uh 10.0 earthquake, not to be confused with 10.0, the TV mini series with Bo Bridges, like 15, 20 years ago, but a all new one with nobody that you will ever recognize. I think, one of the like crazy weird scientists has been like a character actor and a few things that you might've seen. I don't even remember his name, but uh, this is probably the worst film that I've ever stuck it out through. Like I like 30 or 40 minutes into it. I'm texting my friends. Like I, I hate this movie and I have to watch it out of sheer anger just because I'm pissed off at this movie. You have to hate watch the rest of it. I have, I had to hate watch it. There's a scene 
this this just show this this movie was it's about southern california earthquakes and i think it was written by somebody whose only experience with southern california is bad like mid 2000s tv shows <laughs> like so it just looks like the uh, the stock footage of like whenever they transition from like like uh police procedurals from that era whenever yeah. they uh they transition from like one scene to another it's like random la streets but it's like exactly see glamoury ones which is like two percent of la exactly exactly and then and there's obviously the the crazy like getting from long beach to santa clarita in five minutes and then getting from the east side to the west side and in in a single scene and and like you're in downtown once once shot and then you're in Santa Monica the next shot. It it doesn't <laughs> fucking make sense. I'll forgive that. I'll forgive that shit. But here this scene is the scene that that just made me like want to shoot somebody. <laughs> There's a scene where it's 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 showing the microquakes and the CGI is fucking terrible by the way. The CGI mm. is the worst in any fucking movie I've ever seen. So there's a scene where they're on the beach uh, and they're trying to show the, the, the dangers of this microquake and a surfer comes in from the, 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 the ocean. He shoves his board into the sand. And this scene is about 30 seconds and there are four words spoken. Three of them are dude. <laughs> the surfer goes, dude, and the quake starts and his board starts happening. Dude! Whoa! And then another surfer like walks in into the area. Dude! <laughs> that that's the scene. <laughs> Thankfully he dies in the fucking quake, gets sucked up by the sand. But Jesus Christ. And then so there's another scene that was equally bad later on in the film. Two ex two they're saying, oh, these massive qu or these quakes are going to cause massive power outages across the entire L.A. basin. And to uh, to illustrate this, they choose a random coffee shop somewhere in the valley and the power goes out. And obviously it's in the valley. Everybody's a writer there. They're trying to, to, to write their scripts. So everybody's mm -hmm. on a fucking laptop doing microsoft word bullshit yeah. and everybody's laptop turns off everybody's <laughs> laptop who's not even plugged into power at that moment because they're <laughs> running off batteries on these random coffee shop tables <sighs> so like as if it, the earthquake set off an emp or something or maybe it was maybe that's how low budget it was they used they reused footage from some other movie where the big thing was like a massive EMP knocks out all the power. No, you're just giving them way too much credit, dude. <laughs> They're just dumbasses that didn't think this through. That reminds me of the 911 scene in the helicopter landing on the hospital. Oh yeah, are you caught up with 911? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. The 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 chopper like during the the big blackout well the the blackout happens as the chopper is is landing on the the helipad uh, above mm -hmm. the the hospital and we had to go back and re-watch it because it looks like again like complete idiot madness that uh, that the the power and systems and everything for the helicopter shut off at the same time as if they were because the whole plot of that that whole big season opener was 911 was that some hacker group 
like wiped out the power grid and you know all kinds of crazy shit for all of LA. Okay, I'll buy it, sure. But then they hack a helicopter? Like that <laughs> didn't make any fucking sense. But then we rewound it and it, it basically it's they. It's just the, the lights on the helipad go out so they can't see. Yeah. So then the back uh, rotor smashes into something. And that like makes all the systems go haywire and start to shut down. So I was like, okay, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. I told you, you need to check out, um, uh, hurricane heist. That was, uh, the one that Meg and I watched in the, uh, in the days of the early days of movie pass when it was still like nine 99 for a month. And like all the movies you could watch completely, unlimited unrestricted doesn't that actually have some stars in it uh one of not big stars but who the hell was it was it it's like maggie grace i think maybe hurricane heist i'm gonna have to look it up now and this uh scottish guy that we've seen in a few things recently but i can't pinpoint him yeah it was maggie grace was a star um ralph innocent who's uh oh what else did i know man he was in the green knight oh he was in the the witch um that's right he was the dad in the the in the witch if you ever saw that one um oh and gunpowder milkshake which i still need to watch Um, nice it's got a 35 out of 100 so definitely up my up my alley as a disaster movie it wasn't terrible like it's there's moments where it's dumb as bricks but it's a d it's actually pretty fun like it, it was genuinely fun. Um, clearly like low budget and flew under the radar, but still decent. All right. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, <sighs> we, we, uh, we watched Dune after the last podcast finally, which was awesome. How'd you uh, like it? Oh, I loved it. A lot of it is great. And I couldn't believe that. I mean, I can believe it because money, but Warner brothers did not green light the sequel until after that opening weekend and so they wanted to see how it did but man that would have sucked if they didn't get a part two yeah uh the good news is not only have they greenlit a sequel but they've also like already scheduled it for shooting early next year nice oh yeah yeah they already uh at least the planned release date is uh end of 2023 i believe october 2023 so they must have kept most of well, a lot of it was was green screen, but uh, they must have kept a lot of uh, the costumes and sets and everything ready to go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's also uh, rumors that uh, he might get another Blade Runner because this did so successfully. I'm down with that. I'd love to see them keep playing in that world. Um, Me too. I've been hearing uh, good things about that uh, the Netflix little anime spinoff they did. It's like an anime prequel. It's like set between the two movies, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's like Black Lotus or something like that. But I've been hearing decent reviews, so I'll have to check that out at some point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what else we got? Should we uh, jump into some news news? Sure. Start hitting it newsy news um oh hey speaking of heists i thought you might get a kick out of this i just randomly saw this isn't like on geek sites or anything but um you know with all the uh the 
CPU shortages and everything, factory shortages and whatnot, and delays. Uh, people are hard pressed to find graphics cards. There was actually a GPU truck heist a few days ago. <laughs> did you hear about that? I did not. Yeah, a whole truckload of uh, of 30 series um, RTX cards Oof. Uh, swiped. Uh, where was it? I think it was somewhere in it was nearby in Southern California. Oh, they were graphics cards were in transit from San Francisco to EVGA's Southern California distribution center at the time of the theft. And yeah, it was a full on truck heist. <laughs> they just watched the uh, the first Fast and the Furious movie and thought, yeah, let's just do a truck heist. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> and apparently it works because no no reports of them being caught, at least not yet. That's going to be a gigantic. Gigantic coin farm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I just thought that was funny. I'm just I, I'm imagining it in my head. Like I want to see actually like the movie version of this. Or maybe maybe 911 will do a, an episode on that now. <laughs> it it was literally that was the first Fast and the Furious. Was it GPU cards? Well, no, no. It was or, or it was art? 90s electronics, but I like it was VCRs and DVD players. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how old the fast and the furious uh, series is there was uh, vcrs in it oh god that's right <laughs> that's hilarious uh i mean at, at least maybe the dual decks uh vcr slash i think that's what it was yeah. there you go yeah top of the line <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um okay all right uh, i have a, a smattering of news here here we go actually you mentioned this to me uh yesterday or the day before todd um uh leticia wright who um we'd already heard um a few weeks or even a month or so back that she was injured somehow on the black panther 2 set they didn't really say what the nature of it was but it was serious enough where she had to uh get to the hospital um, well, apparently it was uh, more serious than they originally thought because she is still recovering uh, to the point where they've it, it happened. OK, she was injured in late August while they were filming some stunt sequence. Since then, she's been down for the count and they have just been for the last two months filming everything else they can around her. Um, and now they've hit the point where they're done. Like they've supposedly the director is saying like they've shot everything they possibly can other than her scenes. So they're temporarily shut down um, until shortly after the new year. I think they're going to, they're planning. Yeah, I think it's like February, February of the next year. Yeah. Just giving her more time to recover. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully she gets uh, better soon. Um, they already, I think they already pushed back the release. It was originally going to be July next year. Now it's pushing for 11. I think. I think everything marvel got pushed back uh, everything after spider-man got pushed back at least a couple of months yeah i think we talked about that on the last podcast that yeah. disney uh, had a day where they just dropped a whole bunch of new dates for everything they shot indiana jones 5 into the year 3000 and, <laughs> and all yeah, that pushed. that that set has been plagued with with delays and injuries and shit yeah. like Harrison Ford had at least one injury on set. The, there was like two, I heard two stunt uh, stuntmen got injured on that set. They had one or two 
COVID outbreaks that they had to shut down production for. Yeah. Yeah. It was like right as Harrison Ford was better and they started, everything was back to normal again and uh, moving along. And then they got hammered that whole studio that they were also filming uh, Ant-Man three, like their production had to shut down for a, a week or so because like half the whole crew just got hit with a COVID storm. It's the cursed production, the movie that should never have been made. <laughs> well, I want to see Ant-Man 3. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about Andy. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of that, speaking of crazy shit on sets, um, over the last two weeks, we've seen more and more productions and studios are uh, are now vowing to, they're pledging to no longer use real guns on sets. Yeah. Um, I think right after uh, the Rust tragedy with uh, uh, Helena Hutchins, uh, the first one that the first headline that I saw was the uh, the ABC show with Nathan Fillion, the rookie, his cop show. Um, almost immediately, like the next day, uh, the uh, execs from that or showrunner said they were deciding not no longer to use any sort of uh, any live guns on set. And another uh, big to- one was uh, the Rock. Yeah, yeah, and that that's, a, that's a big one because he's an action star and a lot of his films use weapons. So, yeah. and he runs his own product. Everything that he does is uh, under the banner of uh, Seven Bucks Productions, his own um, uh, production house. So he said that from here on out, they will only use rubber guns for any of their any of their productions. So, yeah, it's cool. Might as well. I mean, it, it, you know, it reduces the risk for sure. And I mean, the CGI now, like every now and again, you'll see like on a, a TV show or something where they had to rush the CG. It's like, oh, OK, that looks a, a bit flimsy. But I'm if you got Dwayne Johnson on a multi multi million dollar movie, like they're going to do it right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, we got a Spider-Man No Way Home official poster um, showcasing Doc Ock. With all of his tentacles, well, you don't see him. You see all of from his point of view. You see Spidey and all the tentacles coming at him, all the metal tentacles. So that was pretty cool. They're, now that the cat's out of the bag, they're really showcasing him. And I, I've been seeing a lot more headlines. I think uh, Kevin Feige said in some recent interview that uh, he's he's basically really pressing everybody, like guys, stop getting excited about the other Spider-Man, you're just going to let yourself down, basically. <laughs> like, like Temper your expectations. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he's not saying it straight outright like an absolute hard no, but he's leaning very much in that direction. You know, it's... So, all right. I it's, mean, not sp- it's not multiple Spider-Mans. It's Mephesto. You oh, heard okay. it here first. It's Mephesto. <laughs> right. Everything's <laughs> Mephesto. Yeah. I mean, hey, we got Alfred Molina. We've got Green Goblin. Um, so in that alone, I'm that's that's good enough for me. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is uh, it reminds me since we're talking about Spider-Man. This is completely random, but I want to give a quick shout out to an uh, old friend of mine from high school, my friend Eric, uh, Eric Bauer. He was actually he lives in Vegas and they just had a um, they had an ultimate fitness challenge at the UFC gym that he works out at. Um, he's been getting like super in shape lately. Um, I mean, for a while, but definitely lately. And he decided to give it a go um, at their little competition. He won first place out there in Vegas for their, uh, he was their regional champ. 
Um, and then just this uh, last few days, he uh, came out to LA uh, for a shot at their semifinals. I think it was, or it was, it was the next step. And if he passed that, then he would have gone to their like semifinals nationally, I think, or something. Uh, he didn't progress. He, he didn't make it past that, uh, that run of it, but I was kind of rooting him on, on, on Instagram and stuff. And he, he had an awesome picture that somebody snapped uh, of him like right after he was done. And it's, he, um, uh, to go to this uh, semifinal or not the lead up to the semifinals, but the LA event, he, uh, he special ordered a full on Spider-Man like jumpsuit. <laughs> like it, it's like workout gear, like, you know, workout appropriate mixed with, but it's, it looks like really high quality, full on Spidey. So that's what he was doing the competition in. And that, uh, that shot that somebody took of him, the photo that somebody took of him, uh, right as he finished, he's lying on the ground, just like sprawled out, just like completely wiped right next to these freaking giant barbells. And I commented, I commented, I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's Spidey right after the airport fight. He's like on the <laughs> ground, just going like, no, I'm good, Mr. Stark. And then he's like, oh my God, dude, I'm changing the caption. <laughs> so that was his, uh, his uh, huge Spider-Man moment. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty awesome to see. So good job, man. Um, let's see. I had, uh, I think I had more. Of course, I always have more Marvel news. Oh, another posters. There was, did you catch that the official poster for Cowboy Bebop? I did not. I didn't see that. Uh, looks pretty good. Real retro style. Very uh, like Drew Struzan, old school art poster style. So that looks fun. Nice. And again, very prominently, no Ed. Um, they've, uh, the producers have, have mentioned before, they were a little coy about it at first, but they've basically summed up like um, this is the start of their new series, you know, season one of this iteration of Cowboy Bebop and Ed the hacker kid is not in it yet and it's he's definitely not on the poster or anything so it's it's kind of like a aw but hopefully netflix believes in it enough where we get multiple seasons of this so not only that but ed doesn't show up until what like eight episodes in yeah something like that um just like almost halfway through i think yeah. i don't know it's been a while i need to rewatch but i'm actually going through a rewatch right now I think yeah. I'm two thirds of the way through right now. Yeah. And they did, we did finally get a full trailer um, shortly after our last podcast. Did you catch that? I did. Looks yeah. good. Looks yeah, good. good. Speaking of trailers, we got a teaser trailer for Netflix or for uh, Stranger Things 4. I did see that early today. Yeah. They've, they've been releasing. Instead of like a full like two and a half minute or three, three minute trailer or something, they've just been releasing like these little like minute long things. But I think this one was a full. Was a full one, right? This is is this with uh, Eleven having the voiceover? It's another I think Eleven doing the voiceover, but it's another like minute long trailer thing. Most of the ones we've seen so far have been old footage with just like sizzle kind of things. I think this is actually new footage, at least most of it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Eleven uh, is out uh, uh, living in California, going to school, and she's writing to Mike um, back home, just saying like, oh, I can't wait to see you over spring break, and we're going to have the best spring break ever because I get to come visit you. 
And then cut to all the reasons that they're not going to have a good spring break because <laughs> crazy shit is happening. <laughs> but yeah, that was good. It looks fun. I'm excited. Um, it's been so damn long. I'm also, maybe I need yes. to rewatch the last season because I mean, I remember the gist of it, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a good season. I, I think it was their lowest, uh, their lowest rated season. But I think the, the season three was stronger than season two. Oh, in I my like opinion, all of it. At least. I yeah, like I like all of it. Yeah, yeah we uh, we uh, had a Wheel of Time trailer. Did you catch that? I did. I have yeah. no idea what's going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with the story, but it looks like typical fantasy, you know, high fantasy. Lots of uh, Rosamund Pike. Her lead character is the uh, uh, sorceress or I don't know what her official title is, but, you know, she's doing magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she's narrating how the I mean, it, it's straight. You can just cut and paste in any fa- how old high fantasy story. The dark one is coming <laughs> and she's she's recruiting a fellowship of sorts, <laughs> a bunch of uh, fighters, warriors. There's lots of sword play. Um I really liked, um, and I think I mentioned this when we, the very first like teaser trailer we got uh, a few months back, um, I commented on how they were doing lots of uh, practical effects, which is cool. I mean, of course, everything gets touched up with CG, but uh, the big, the what are the big bads that they're fighting, the whatever the orcs are in this, actually, they kind of look like, almost like wolfish, hog sort of like, like Ganon, basically. They're fighting yeah, yeah. a bunch of Ganons. <laughs> Which, that, oh, man, we that's what we need is a fucking live-action Zelda is what we need. Not, uh, yes, but that, <laughs> that that reminds me. I had uh, I was looking for, obviously, random shit to watch on, on HBO Max, and uh, they have the Harry Potter series again. Mm-hmm. Um, can you believe it's fucking 20 years since the first Harry Potter film? Jesus Christ. It's also Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they came out the same year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they actually had for the first film they had the uh they had like the <clears throat> special edition like um co- with commentary and like extended scenes and stuff like that version the mm-hmm. the wizarding version or I forgot how what they call it. But it's just yeah. just little bits like pop-up video type thing. Yeah. Or little bits and then the interviews, but I was astounded by how much practically they did in that the first two films i think this is why i love the first two films where most mm. people don't really like them until uh the third one where uh kiran takes over mm. um i love the first two films just but just because of how practical of the the effects are and how much they stay closer to the books than the rest of the series and they did almost everything practically except for a few obvious shots that are that are cg yeah yeah the uh, <clears throat> excuse me yeah that when you're mentioning it now i can definitely think back to it's that nice they, they were still trying to go jurassic park like obviously yeah. they were going to have to cg a lot but when they could go practical they chose to um the uh, the okay one of the very sadly dated CG shots is uh, fighting the troll in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, the kids fighting the troll in the bathroom. 
but those moments when they could go practical, you see a practical like giant club smash against the sinks, you know, almost crushing. Uh, I forget if it's Harry or, or uh, Hermione. Hermione. And then yeah. They also have uh, Harry. Uh, I can't remember his name. Daniel Radcliffe. They have the, they have two scenes with him. They have the, 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 the pulled out shot where it's CG, but then they have the close-up shot where it's actually him on a rig where they're literally holding him upside down. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like flopping around and he's like, do something, but anything. Yeah. Yeah. They did the, the whole, the whole, uh, um, wizard chess scene that's all practical that those were real statues yeah the the great cool. hall the great hall was fucking practical yeah like uh, uh, aside from the, the the like night sky and stuff like that like all the candles and shit that were hanging that mm-hmm. was all practical effects that's awesome yeah and that's got to be amazing when you're a kid actor like going holy crap and that that's probably might have been why they chose to do some of that was uh for the realism for the actors because you got all these kid actors you got to tell them like okay you can't put all them in a a giant green box and tell them to you know pretend to be interested you know <laughs> i mean they could try but you know it's not going to be authentic it would come out episode one <laughs> yeah uh, we don't we don't talk about those things <laughs> speaking of star wars oh we okay. got a trailer for Book of Boba Fett. We, we got the did. first official trailer for Boba Fett. Yeah, a week or so back. That uh, that was pretty solid. I mean, you don't get a whole lot yet, but you basically... I mean, we know this picks up right after that end teaser of uh, Mando Season 2 with him and uh, uh, Shand, Fennec Shand, killing Bib for Excuse me, uh, Biggie Fat Tuna. <laughs> uh, and taking over Jabba's palace, and uh, and then in this trailer we see he's uh, settling in and gathering all the crime lords together, just basically saying like, uh, "Hey, I'm here. I run this place now." Period. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like the mob boss. <laughs> I am the new pillar of this community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, looks good. And I'm kind of glad, even though I want to see more, I'm glad they're not showing too much yet like as far as action everything because especially after robert rodriguez talking up about like like you don't know like this is boba fett like unhinged like i'm i'm happy to wait until we get to the episodes because i don't want to get spoiled yeah yeah uh in other star wars news did you catch there's a rumor um it's a rumor at this point but Mm -hmm. apparently that a animated series another animated series is in development focusing around maul yes picking his story back up because we do have a big void to fill in his story um we last saw him in at the end of the clone wars um with his failed coup of uh or takeover of mandalore uh along with those rogue mandalorians and um, there's a big gap there in his story because we go from the end of Clone Wars all the way to uh, Solo, where mm-hmm. he is the head of the uh, crime syndicate. What was it? Uh, Crimson, Crimson Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Yeah. So. So, yeah, the speculation is that uh, that's exactly the story that they'll be telling, filling in that whole thing. 
There's also another rumor going around uh, that uh, there might be a Old Republic mm. movie in development. And uh, also related to that, that the Rogue Squadron movie might be pushed back another year. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I guess uh, conflicts with Patty Jenkins' schedule or something like that. Uh, well, she's still got Wonder Woman 3 on her plate. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. I'm down. I just hope whatever they do, whatever they have coming down the pipe, I hope they, they don't rush it and go back to that. No, we're going to have a Star Wars movie popping out every year. Um, yeah, we don't. Yeah, need we that. don't need that. Yeah. I mean, Marvel has mastered that, but uh, I don't think uh, Lucasfilm quite has <laughs> Lucasfilm well, slash Disney. <laughs> because they have strong established characters and they're pulling from established stories that are already that have already been written. Like, sure, they're adapting them and re- or rewriting them and rearranging them. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, every every single Marvel movie that has come out has been adapted from a comic run. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, speaking of uh, the comic book world, Sony released a full trailer for Morbius. Yeah. Did you catch that? Yes. And uh, yeah. the little... Uh, the little bits where um, Jared Leto is talking, just hyping it up. He, he mentions something at the end of it um, that basically is tied in with Spider-Man. So, yeah, they're clearly showing like, Hey, we're like, make no mistake. We're tying all this shit together. <laughs> yep. uh, we're getting our sinister six together. There's a moment in the middle of the trailer with uh michael keaton's uh presumably michael keaton's vulture um and it looks like he's being hauled away in cuffs or he's he's already in a prison jumpsuit or some sort um uh, maybe picking up on where we left him at the end of that first spidey film yeah. um because yeah there's that little after or mid credits scene where he's uh like in jail and somebody else comes up to him some other inmate i don't think they named him or anything but just says like hey like you like i I think he it's been a while but i think he the other inmates suggest that he knows spidey's identity he knows that he's peter and he makes the choice to say like i don't know what you're talking about or something like that so it was kind of like an honorable moment at the end for him he's like not like basically tells him to fuck off um but in this moment in this morbius trailer right smack in the middle of it he pops in out of nowhere and it's just a very quick moment of him telling morbius um like what did he say like hey we should uh we should keep in touch (laughs) and that's it and it just moves on to the next thing and then at the end um when uh morbius is i think they're in a subway or somewhere and he's got some like person at hit (laughs) (laughs) Making a background here with her. Hey, you still haven't added me yet, Todd. Oh no, you did. Yeah, I did. Never mind. <laughs> um, so uh, Morbius is uh, looking down on somebody. He's like got him by the collar or something, and he's all terrified of him. And the dude's like, "Who? Who are you?" And big dramatic moment, which ends up being kind of funny. Morbius is like, "I am Venom," and even the, he says it so loud that like his face sorts of sort of does that quick morph into the bat-like face. And then uh, a moment later, you know, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, Dr. Dr. Morbius at your service or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it cool. 
I am and not the biggest Leto fan, but I am intrigued. And, and uh, yeah, and I always like that character. I like that character arc in the uh, the '90s cartoon. That's that's where I learned it because I didn't read the old comics, but could be good. Yep, yep. Uh, what else? I think that was it for. Oh, I was the last to find out about this. I just saw it today, but apparently there is a trailer for Lightyear. Oh, you didn't see that? I saw it today, earlier today, as I was gathering notes, and not Tim Allen this time. Chris Evans, yeah, is portraying. I think it's. So I'm a little confused on the concept. Is this this is the character that the toy is based off of, I think. Yeah. So the supposed real astronaut that the the real Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based on. However, it does look like sci-fi spectacle where he goes all over the place and sees other like, you know, creatures and planets and whatever. So I guess that kind of makes the world of toy story even crazier where you know it's possibly i mean i guess it's already it's a universe with walking talking toys so okay <laughs> it's it's a pixar universe anything could fucking happen sure all right <laughs> um and i kind of cracked up because even though uh so the two trailers i watched today were that and the morbius trailer and the morbius trailer does the you know, we've talked about all the trailer cliches like you know the the every every some odd years or whatever we get is stuck in a loop of every movie trailer doing the same shtick you know the <laughs> yeah shit like that and one of the major ones in our current cycle i mean it's i feel like it's been 10 freaking years already if not more is remixing old pop songs into drawn out very spooky ominous ethereal sort of or whatever needs to fit the mood of your trailer so the morbius one did it with the doors people are strange which was fine you know it it worked um but i kind of had the back of my my mind like giving it shit like oh you're doing the cheesy trailer thing but all right fine and then i see the lightyear trailer and they do the same shit with bowie's Starman. but i give it a pass because it's fucking bowie and i'm always up for listening to bowie (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway oh and another one i know i did another one another one uh bruce is back baby uh this was actually this this wasn't in the last two weeks i think it was a little earlier but i just saw it recently um are you have you seen the trailer for black friday i haven't oh man oh i'm excited for this it's probably low budget and bonkers. I don't care. I'm so in. Bruce Campbell, Michael Jai White, Devin Sawa. <laughs> okay. And more uh, as Toy Store employees who are fighting. I'm sold. They're fighting Black Friday shoppers who become, who are already crazy enough because it's Black Friday and they're storming the castle, but then they become infected with some sort of alien parasites and they turn <laughs> into monsters. And it's. <laughs> This cracks me up that Bruce Campbell's <laughs> like, I'm done with this shit. I'm done with Evil Dead. We've done our job. I'm I'm out of here, guys. I'm retired. I'm hanging up the chainsaw. And then he goes and does something that is ridiculously similar. <laughs> it's it's not H Mart. It's I Mart or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, that uh, there's a great trailer for that online now, and that releases in theaters November 19th and will be on demand on the 23rd. Um, and there was, let's see, I feel like I saw one more. Oh, there was a this one's a little more family friendly. There was a have you heard of 8 bit Christmas? No, can't say that I have. Yeah, I just saw it. It's a HBO Max movie with uh, Neil Patrick Harris, which makes me say, well, I'm in. Um, but he's uh, he's telling his daughter the epic story of him as a kid. And so we see most of it play out as a kid um, in the 80s when the Nintendo released, when the NES released. And he's desperately trying to grab one for in time for Christmas. So. It looks cute. It's like it's like a it's more family friendly. It's like a PG comedy sort of thing, but it might be a fun little Christmas, uh, like a a new version of a Christmas story, basically. And that comes out on the twenty fourth. I think that was it for trailers. Um, I did see a little update from the Last of Us TV show. I guess they are wrapped for um, for season one at least. Um, Neil Druckmann who's, uh, of course, the mastermind of, uh, of the games at Naughty Dog. He posted a thing saying he was out of there and he's done and wrapped and uh, he was excited to return to Naughty Dog. He's basically going straight from the film set <laughs> or TV show set back to Naughty Dog, keep working on games. So <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, what else? What else? We got, oh, another one that... You brought to my attention, Todd, or I think we both saw it at the same time. I'm excited for it. And also you're excited for I'm excited for the the show, for the property. You're excited for it for the actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's a good he's a good actor. I love him in anything he's been in so far that I've seen. Yeah. Uh Daniel Day Kim, who I remember from way back in the lost days, and uh and you know from Hawaii 5 mm-hmm. has joined the Sawyer? Huh? Sawyer? No, no, no. He was um, Daniel Day Kim. He's a uh, Korean? Korean actor. Yeah, Korean, Korean actor. actor. Yeah, yeah. He, if I remember right, his uh, story on Lost. He like the flashbacks that they did. He was kind of like a dick of a husband, and then kind of redeems himself. I think so. Yeah, I don't remember like because it. I only watched like the first two or three seasons, and then it went off the rails. Yeah, that's all you need is up to season four. Then it everything else didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, just like Indiana Jones, we only count to three. Exactly. <laughs> and Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, he has joined the Avatar Last Airbender live action show. He is portraying Fire Lord Ozai, Ooh. who is the big bad, the ruthless oh, leader of the Fire Nation. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He'll be good in it. I, I can totally see that. That's going to be awesome. One of these days, I will watch Avatar. Dude, it is it is You're well. Love it. it is totally worth your time. It's and I know you love like uh, martial arts stuff. Uh, you kept telling me I needed to watch that AMC show, uh, Enter the Badlands. Mm-hmm. Is that the one? Yeah. Is that finished now or is? Yeah, it's been done for years. Okay, I'll have to pick that one up. Um, Oh, yeah. Avatar, Last Airbender, and the sequel series, Legend of Korra. It's all on Netflix now. So definitely add that to your watch list. Um, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser is uh, 
back in the news. He's uh, well, he's still ongoing on the uh, not Titans, um, Doom Patrol. Uh, but he is also signed up for uh, the Bad Girl movie. He is going to play a villain. Did they say which villain? Firefly. He is having his career renaissance. Well deserved. Yes. For sure. Well, well deserved. Yeah. Brendan Fraser is set to join Leslie Grace, who I believe is our, our Batgirl. Just give us an original cast reunion of The Mummy. That's all we want. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, Scorpion King can come too. Sure, why not? Uh, that's fine. Yeah, he's all right. As long as we get the original three. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, that's going to be the Batgirl movies exclusively to HBO Max. Hmm, interesting. All right. Yeah. That's that's weird because they said they weren't going to do the straight to HBO Max stuff next year. They were going to go back to the theater distribution. Hmm. I think they're they're reserving certain projects for they're doing some stuff in theaters exclusively and then they're doing some stuff exclusive to HBO Max. Okay. Like I, I thought there was that uh was it Michael B. Jordan who was doing uh Superman's cousin or something like that, or an alternate universe Superman? I think that was universe. Yeah. That one is exclusively HBO max as well. I believe. Yeah. Did you catch Uh, the, um, the uh, game of Thrones prequel trailer that came out a a week or two ago? I did not. Uh, Was it the house of the dragon? Yeah. Uh, I think it's called fire and blood or something like that. Oh, right. Fire and blood. But Uh, uh, it looks very, Looks very Game of Thrones worldish, but it looks generic-ish. Yeah. So, eh, not hyped. Yeah, all right. we'll see. I, I think but I'm more the excited. Only, the, the only yeah. good news for me is obviously uh, Dave, uh, David and David are not involved. So, oh the the, the OG uh, exec producers. Yeah, for the yeah. Uh, original series. Yeah. All right. See how it does. I'm more excited for Wheel of Time because it's, you know, jumping into a new universe. So, we'll see. Um, uh, speaking of rehashing old things, uh, the How I Met Your Mother spinoff. Oh, no. How I Met Why? Your Father. Uh, no. It's been, it, it was been in like, there were, there were, false starts on it the last several years they're finally kicking it off now um hillary duff what is that yeah she's yeah. playing the mother i think she's the main girl yeah sophie who is telling okay so in in um in the year 2021 <laughs> uh sophie is played by hillary duff who oh, will God. eventually meet uh, the future father? Kim Cattrall has signed on to be oh, the older version God. of Larry Tuff's character. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but it's the original um, original creators of the uh, How I Met Your Mother. So that doesn't make it any better. Yeah, considering <laughs> what they did with the last two seasons, that doesn't. Uh... All right. 
Okay. Well, moving on then. Hocus I think Pocus that was... 2. <laughs> oh, I think before you go to Hocus Pocus 2, I think before Game of Thrones final season, I think that was regarded as TV's worst final season of any of any like long running TV uh, show. Dexter was pretty bad. Dexter. I think this one was worse. I think they dropped the ball on this harder because everything up to the, like the last like six episodes of How I Met Your Mother was really mm. still top quality. And then those last final episodes were fucking awful and the ending was just garbage. Yeah. Okay. Dexter was playing for a while. Is lost. <laughs> yeah. Well, but just... Lost was already bad like the last like two or three seasons. It was already kind of jumping the shark. Yeah, and you can say the same for Dexter. It was the uh the quality level was diving for quite some time um after season four. Very much like Lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number four. That was the that was the golden number. Um well, actually, speaking of that, actually, starting tonight, I believe, is the premiere of the the new season of Dexter, the revival. So mm. hopefully they redeem themselves in some form or fashion. We'll see. Well, at least they've had the the. The ability to see that their last season was garbage and they've admitted, hey, yeah, we maybe didn't do some things properly then. So give us the chance to uh, to fix it and show us uh, show you what we really wanted. Yeah. That reminds me of another random headline I saw. I mean, it doesn't make any never mind to me because um, I never watched the show. I, mean, I always heard how amazing it was. But uh, the, the creator of The Sopranos, I guess, was in an interview this past week. And he finally said in no uncertain terms, like, fine, for everybody who's still wondering, like, yeah, Tony Soprano is dead. Like, he died in those final moments before we, or after we cut to black. Because <laughs> that ended famously, or like, in the middle of a sentence, I think it did. Like, yeah. it was, like everybody's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, like, you know, the bad guys walk in the door of the restaurant, I think they're eating at him and his family. And it's just, you know, heavily assumed that, oh, okay, like, that's where that's, he that's, that's where when he dies. dies yeah well it's it's cut because it's a story from his point of view so it cuts to black as he dies so like he oh. dies cuts to black so because he doesn't know anymore oh that's cool all right so anyway hocus pocus 2 <laughs> <laughs> which i am morbidly curious about i will of course end up inevitably watching it uh well they had their first little teaser and they revealed the full cast list, which of course all the original um, actors are back for Sanderson sisters, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimy. Um, newcomers are well, the, in this new film, the it's uh, three teenage girls or three young girls who end up lighting the candle and accidentally bringing back the witches again or whatever. So I'm not familiar with these actresses, Whitney peak, Lilia Buckingham, Belisa Escobedo, uh, Tony Hale, they got in there, which is rad. Uh, but the one that really shines for me is they announced officially Doug Jones is back, which is why I will have to watch Hocus Pocus too. (laughs) Of course, uh, for anybody not familiar, you're crazy, but Doug Jones is, uh, Amazing Anytime you need somebody actor. in full monster makeup, he was uh, the zombie who kept losing his head in the first film, Billy, uh, Billy Butcherson. 
which I forgot that was his full name, Billy Butcherson. And that makes me think of uh, Billy Butcher in, uh, in The Boys, which is funny. <laughs> Speaking of The Boys, uh, they released a photo of one of the new cast that's supposed to be the new leading lady, um, the red something. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Lori Holden, who yeah. was... Um, uh, what was her character on The Walking Dead in the early seasons? Uh, I'm blanking. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she is. Uh, so Jensen Ackles, Meg's TV boyfriend, uh, <laughs> is uh, we already know he's joining season three in a huge role. He is a uh, soldier boy who was like one of the OG uh, superheroes back in the day. And he's coming in, um, starring in season three. And I guess he had his own sort of like mini Justice League on his own. And so uh, Laurie Holden's character, I think, is one of one of his other henchmen, I guess you'd say. Uh, Andrea on The Walking Dead. That's who she was. Yeah. 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 I was surprised uh, when she bit it so early. Yeah. Yeah, because in the comics, she goes on forever. She ends up being, if I remember right, she ends up being a bit of a badass, like, sniper in the comics, which yeah. made her story. She dies, but not as quickly as she does. Does she die eventually? Yeah. Okay. Because I think, if I remember I think right, she dies in the fight where, um, where Carl loses his eye. Oh, maybe it's been so fucking long, but I thought if I remember right in the, so in the show, uh, Rick paired up with Michonne eventually. And that was in place of the Andrea version in the yeah. comics. They ended up hooking up together because she becomes kind of badass warrior woman with this. She had a sniper rifle. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the show version of Andrea, she was, no offense to Lori Holden, it has nothing to do with her, but they wrote her character as kind of pretty it was, useless. Yeah, it was and she kind of like redeemed it at the end. She kind of got it to be a bit of a badass, but yeah, then she, she goes out she, as a badass. Then she ended up freaking dying. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, she looks pretty cool as the Crimson Countess. Oh, Crimson Countess. <laughs> For the boys. Yeah. Evil Scarlet Witch, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. How's your Animal Crossing going? slow but good i uh went on to reddit and gave out my dodo code so i was like people come bring me free things <laughs> <laughs> so that ate up like three hours of my day yesterday or the day before i don't remember but i got a lot of cool stuff which was neat a lot of stuff i didn't need or had doubles of but nice yeah, yeah. get those bells Yep. Saw that shit. Yeah. I don't know what any of this shit is. I haven't I played yet. <laughs> All I know is bells are a currency, apparently. Yep. Okay. Well, speaking of that, um, in the world of Switch, people apparently are very unhappy with the expanded online service. The uh, I've been seeing uh, a lot of articles about. People saying the uh, N64 emulation is pretty shit. Running, yeah, it runs like <laughs> shit, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess so much so that uh, Nintendo kind of made a statement that they're uh, 
you know, promising to continue expanding and improving the, the switch online expansion and whatnot. But yeah, I guess uh, I'm glad I'm, I'm not investing in that. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care to play any 64 games again anyway. It would be fun to play Mario 64 again, but uh, I'm, I'm okay with, with waiting till they fix it. Um, well, we do have, um, we have uh, 64 that we got a couple years ago out in Memphis. Uh, Meg's mom just surprised us and took us to a, a retro game shop. She's like, hey, you want it? Grab it. <laughs> well, I always and, wanted uh, one as a kid and I never got one. So yeah. I finally got one like 30 years late. Yeah. And then <laughs> I started playing it for like 15 minutes and Meg was like, I can't look at this screen because it was making her nauseous. The, uh, the yeah. old, the 64, special Mario 64 um camera um is oof <laughs> the camera is weird and not only that but it's modern the TVs. it's mm. the modern tvs if you don't have a crt to play um 64 on mm. it really suffers it yeah, really suffers yeah. yeah we have a little uh a little adapter that goes uh uh the um composite cables to hdmi but uh, yeah it's it's yeah. it's the refresh rate on modern tvs it just doesn't mm -hmm. doesn't work yeah yep yep i guess there's also some headlines because uh, people have been pondering already like if a uh, switch pro is coming still like the oled is like oh that is just like a little holdover until a switch pro or uh, another next gen console and i guess nintendo had some press release thing saying that like they're definitely going to continue making new hardware but it's like in some indefinite period like way down the line like they're well, the next switch is going to be the, the the switch light basically and it's going to have uh it's the the online switch is what it's called it's going to have no uh it's going to be a slightly smaller screen and it's not going to have a, a port for a game so it's, it's uh, digital they are, only they already released a switch light i mean Oh, I don't know what it's called, but it's, it, I think it's just, I think it's the online switch. I think that's what it's called. The online switch. <laughs> An even <Sorry>. lighter switch. <laughs> Basically. I mean, it's just the, the, the big difference is it's not going to have a physical game port. You're literally just going to have, uh, you're just going to purchase games from the, the, the Nintendo store. Mm. You likely won't be able to remove the handles either. Possibly. Right. So I think the light versions now you can't do that. Hmm. Eh, whatever. Grab it. Oh, uh, let's see. Is that pretty much all my news? I think it might. Yeah, I don't see anything else. It was a it was a light uh, week or two. Um, we kind of flew through everything. I mean, there was a couple little rumors, which again, I. I, I kind of stopped looking at this website because they just throw every fucking rumor out there like, oh, this is a hot exclusive. Oh, uh, our yeah. sources say that this and this. Um, but this one I, I would actually love to see because once I thought about it, I was like, yes, absolutely. Like, number one, this is one of the Disney classics that deserves a live action treatment. And number two, the actor would be perfect. Uh, the rumor is that Disney is fighting to grab Tom Holland for a live action Atlantis Sure. Yeah, put him in the. I don't remember the character's name. Doesn't he kind of look like was, one of the characters? He absolutely looks like him. The uh, the dude, the little nerdy guy who was originally play, uh, portrayed by, well, voiced by Michael J. Fox in the original. Um, 
who, you know, he's, he's like the bookworm who goes on the adventure and then becomes adventurer and gets the girl and whatever. Uh, but Tom Holland would fill those shoes perfectly in live action. So I would be down with that. So this is one rumor I actually paid attention to and I hope it happens. <laughs> um, uh, my buddy Sean uh, threw one in my direction that, uh, again, from the same website, Giant Freaking Robot, they're the ones that put out all these rumors. Like, if they get a hint of anything, it's like, oh, it's exclusive. Uh, but suppose he got all excited about this because this is another one that is uh, a hole in my, uh, my anime knowledge, but it's one that anime fans are like, this is one of the end-all, be-all series. Uh, well, for manga and also for anime. Uh, Berserk, uh, which is a brutal, bloody story um, that was a long-running manga, and then I love Berserk. Uh, yeah, and then a anime series, and since then they've even redone some of the story. Sean, I, Sean sent me this uh, this uh, article about the you know the the rumor of the live-action series in the works. And uh, and then he wrote a freaking dissertation on like all the little intricacies about like, well, they only told this portion of the story in the original anime, but that's still the best version to watch. And then also since then, they've done like these sort of short movie versions where they take other bits and whatever. But <laughs> but yeah, I know Meg watched all of it. Do we still have that copy of it? Oh, yeah. OK. There was no way I was getting rid of that. Uh, you can't find it anymore. Yeah, that was one that we kind of accidentally perma borrowed from a friend. <laughs> I think he kind of gave it to us. He okay. Said, Here, take this. <laughs> All right. There was no mention of needing to give it back to him. Okay. <laughs> said it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, that's been on my long-standing. I need to get to this someday list, and now supposedly, according to this exclusive rumor, <laughs> there is a live-action series in the works uh specifically in the works at hbo so we will see we'll see if the sources are correct and uh i had another little thing i wrote down here this isn't this isn't news but i thought it was fun to ponder about i randomly sometimes you wake up and you're you're thoughts are running a mile a minute and you're thinking about whatever and something completely random pops in your head. I was thinking about like fun movies to watch and out of the, out of the blue, I haven't thought about it in God knows how many years, but in my head, I just couldn't get rid of the thought of Harold and Kumar, man, I haven't seen that in a while. Did I even watch that? How many were there again? I had Google search like, <laughs> Oh yeah, there were three. Did I even watch the third one? I don't even fucking remember. And I saw a headline from around this time last year that said Harold and Kumar four. I was like, what? <laughs> and it's, uh, it's not an announcement. It was basically an interview with Cal Penn. Um, and I figured like the, and he was like done with this cause he's since been, I don't even know if he has gone back to acting really. I know he did that stint in Obama's white house. And uh, it was he like was a communications communication director or something like there. Yeah. And he kind of like fell off the radar in the entertainment industry for a while. But apparently um, as recently as this time last year, he got all jazzed in an interview talking about the possibility of a Harold and Kumar four. 
Uh, he was like, oh, hell yeah. He wants to see them go to outer space. <laughs> <laughs> but supposedly uh, um, they keep in touch, him and John Cho and the original uh, producers. And they said it's one of those things where um, like the OG crew is like, we're down to make it. But it kind of like it sounded like co- the community gang, like like everybody is all in like we want to do this. But it's you know scheduled <laughs> and timing and whatever. And now John Cho is going to be knee deep in uh, bebop. So. I mean, if it if it takes off and this isn't just a one off, but but yeah, I, I would be down to see Harold and Kumar go to space. Why not? <laughs> Somehow it's them getting accidentally launched on a SpaceX rocket. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Maybe they'd get Musk to cameo Musk mm-hmm. and Bezos. Why not? They're both crazy enough. Yeah, they hate each other. They'd never be in the same film. Oh, okay. It'll be a bidding war. Who who gets to be in the film first? <laughs> who signs on first? Uh, and last but not least, I have in my list of notes here, Ghostbusters Afterlife is very fucking nigh. It is almost upon us. Almost here. Uh, November 19th. And um, Studio is expecting this to be huge. They are, yeah. they are already talking sequels and, and TV shows and merchandise and all that good stuff. Yeah, they're going all space balls with it. Merchandising! Um, <laughs> well, speaking of that, I saw two very prominent headlines in the past week. Um, one, high sea ecto-cooler. Yes! Well, hold your horses. Sadly, it's bittersweet. It's... No! Um, <laughs> <laughs> the according to the headline it's uh, or according to the articles it's not a full comeback it's only going to be they're only going to be producing a very minimal amount and it's going to be released as like a promotional gift item at like screenings and events and stuff so you're not going to well, see it on shelves yeah and i google searched i was like does it even exist anymore or when did it stop production and i guess they did a short run during when the reboot movie came out like as mm-hmm. a promotional thing and since then people have just uh had there's hundreds of youtube videos you can find like my recipe for homemade ecto cooler <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other headline um speaking of merchandising hasbro has revealed their high quality high priced screen accurate proton pack <sighs> damn yeah uh full size one by one scale Wait, so let me let me guess how, how much this is gonna cost mm-hmm. so if if a the high quality lightsabers run you anywhere for t- between 300 to 800 mm-hmm. this thing it's a giant backpack i'm guessing it has flashing lights i'm guessing it has moving parts this thing is going to be at least 1200 bucks uh, you might be in luck, Todd. Not uh, not that high, really. So the the pack costs three ninety nine ninety nine. Okay. Uh, but it does you have not. To buy a... I was gonna say you have to buy the 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 gun and you have to buy yeah. the, the little the, the little capture device separately. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't even come with the gun or the, uh, the neutrono wand as it is appropriately called. 
but uh, Hasbro encourages you to buy one separately for one twenty four ninety nine. So okay, so combined total, it's going to be run around six hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, roughly so. So not that terrible, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're the uh, mad collector type, then yeah, this is right up your alley. Because once I win the lotto and have an entire room devo- uh, devoted to toys, that's that's when I can buy one of those. There you go. Lights, sounds, and a motor. Uh, two different play modes. Scan directly from the Ghostbusters Afterlife Proton Pack Hero Prop. So, yeah, that. Uh, where is it? Say when it goes on sale, or it might be on sale now, or for pre-order now. Yeah, no, just none of us can afford we'll find it. Yeah, none of us can afford that right now. It, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Nobody who listens to this podcast. <laughs> uh, you have until December 12th to order one. Yeah. And then they won't ship until... Oh, geez. Spring of 2023. <laughs> Oof. Jesus. So after, all, after all the hype has died down and you've forgotten about it, you'll finally get it in the mail. <laughs> when the sequel is coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got, Todd. That's all I got. Yeah. Meg, any, Meg you, uh, got, you got anything going on in your week? What happened in your week, Meg? Um, nothing. <laughs> uh, chores and Animal Crossing. Crossing. Well, nothing. We've been and watching. Working on my blankets, which I finished today, by the way. I saw a new bl- blanket you posted. It looks cool. Yeah, that's my, for my brother, Zach. That one was, it, I've been working on it since June, but it really wouldn't have taken me that long to finish it, except I got very bored of the pattern, I guess you could say, or (laughs) unmotivated to work on this pattern in particular. So the end result looks great, but I will never do this one ever again. (laughs) Yeah, it is a very radical blanket. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. God. Uh, but yeah. Fucking sucked. <laughs> oh, God, that movie Dude. fucking sucked. Dude. Dude. Whoa. Dude. Whoa. Whoa. All right, dude. We should get out of here. We're uh, going to, well, I guess Meg's going to keep binging Animal Crossing. Uh, we've got more, uh, big mouth, big mouth season five has dropped and we have been binging that. Oh shit. Yeah. That's something I can watch. A lot of shit's coming out in the next two months. We got yeah, a lot of shit coming up. We've been mainlining big mouth. We've been catching up with uh nine one one, uh, and we're, Oh, our new go-to, um, like wind down for the night, 30 minute thing. The monsters. Like the class, the, the original OG. monsters. Yeah. Nice. Yep watching the whole thing through. I was telling Meg, like we've been, we've been reporting on the, uh, the Rob zombie movie coming and like wondering, is it going to be a good or not? But honestly, my experience with the monsters is very minimal. I've only ever seen bits and pieces of the original show. So uh, I just uh, recently, recently subscribed to Peacock uh, NBC streaming service because uh, I wanted to watch Halloween kills when that premiered. And also we, uh, we floored through the latest season of AP bio um but the monsters happen to be on there so uh yeah twas fate <laughs> there you so, go yeah 
Twas. Twas. Tort. Tort. Twas. Twas indeed. All right, guys, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you for joining. This is Tony. This Todd. And Meg. Um, go play all the games. Watch all the shows. Do all the things. And uh, stay frosty. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Whoa. Dude. Later, guys. Later.